to the Gagaris Mammal Podcast. This is Chris, just introducing you to a handful of interviews that Kate and I did at this year's IFA here in Berlin. The first up is a, a small conversation grabbed at Showstoppers, so a little noisy in the background, with a company called eBlocker about their IoT security solutions. Then you have me speaking with Snips. Snips uh, are a French company who make uh, hardware and software for manufacturers to be able to integrate voice control into their devices. And then finally, uh, I speak with Conrad Connect. Um, who Conrad are and what their Connect project is will become apparent in the interview. But uh, I will also be writing an article soon that covers that in a lot more detail. So until next time, enjoy. Yeah, no, I'm interested. Um, so this is cybersecurity for IoT smart homes? Uh, for all devices connected to, to the home. So it's also for PCs, Macs, uh, phones, mm-hmm. but also for baby monitors, uh, routers, everything that's connected. So how do you differ to what's on the market? I mean, I've reviewed a few, and I'm thinking of maybe Jojo by Bulgard is one of the main ones. What, what's your kind of different point of difference? Well, uh, basically, we were the uh, first ones to launch such a solution on the market. Uh, this is the second version we have right here. It's much pow- more powerful. It yeah. has a lot more technology. Yeah, probably a good idea. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, basically, um, we have experience with the security a lot more than, as you said, competitors like Dojo, for example. There aren't a lot of uh, solutions uh, comparable to Box. That is definitely uh, the case. Uh, the technology we have uh, in the Box uh, is able to detect uh, exploits in real time, anomalies in the traffic uh, that happens in the home network. Uh, aside from that, uh, which is uh, basically the differentiator compared to, to other solutions, uh, in the same subscription we have included uh, total secu- security for, let's say, traditional devices. So there's an unlimited number of, uh, uh, of uh, total security subscription in the same uh, subscription. If we were to compare with a uh, Norton Core yeah, no, or other solutions. Yeah. Okay. So the, it, it can detect vulnerabilities or indeed a virus or something or an attack and can it repair it as well? Like is it two tier? Well, if, if we're talking about vulnerabilities, uh, the vulnerabilities is usually a, a problem in the software on a different device. So uh, no one could actually fix the vulnerability aside from an update from the vendor. Yes. But uh, what we, we want to accomplish is uh, basically make that vulnerability u- uh, uh, useless for an attacker. If we are able to detect the exploit of the vulnerability while it happens, it doesn't really matter that the device is still vulnerable because we cannot uh, update the, the firmware of a device ourselves. So we're just trying to block its exploitation. Yeah. And, I mean, are you sending this data back to the companies and saying, look, you've got these crappy products that are just insecure? No, so- but we basically recommend users that 
that they would contact their providers and say, hey, fix this uh, this security problem for me. Yeah, I bought this from you, so you so need to fix it. Yeah, so it's really up to the consumer, isn't it, at the moment? Yes. To be yeah. responsible for their own home and, and indeed any products they take to work. Like, I um, also write about industrial IoT, like factories and manufacturing, where oh, people okay. will bring something from the home to work and it will infect the whole yeah, factory. There, the risk is even bigger because we're talking about large scale. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And you could be talking about targeted attacks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the Definitely. home environment, it's less likely yeah. that you'll have a targeted attack unless you're a very prominent feature yeah. person. But uh, when we're talking about enterprises, manufacturing, uh, pharma, uh, stuff like that. When it like comes that. to the devices on a network with a very large attack vector like Windows and Android, do you detect all potential vulnerabilities in those or do you have like a third party that handles that because they're potentially very large? No, uh, we don't have a third party but uh, for Windows in particular uh, we have a lot of experience so we know all the avenues of the attacks uh, and uh, we don't rely solely on uh, monitoring the traffic in the network. We uh, install a specific security solution in place which has layered uh, uh, layers of protection in place. Uh, for example, uh, um, you know about uh, Eternal Blue and it's export. Yeah, about Very WannaCry. Well. Exactly. Yeah, uh, so basically, what we are doing is look at the the attempts to exploit vulnerabilities in the system, not just uh, stuff that's happening on the network, and block them automatically. We have a technology that, which is called network threat prevention that does that for us. It's almost like an umbrella at the home, so that yeah. you can't get past. Or I don't know what the right term is, but I'm just picturing this. Shield. You know, this Shield. Yeah, it's, Shield. it's like an onion. I have this y- uh, in my head, and it's never the right image, but it's like I can yeah. see it, and like because I don't know, I just every day I read about another smart home vulnerability. It's like you cannot write about IoT without writing about this stuff because they're so ridiculous. The Almost every product is vulnerable. A lot of them. It's oh. not like a specific vendor no that service. keeps yeah no for PCs, for example. You know, you have uh, Windows devices, you have Mac devices, and that's pretty much it. But for IoTs, the uh, possibilities are endless. When you're here at the conference, are you introducing a new... Sorry, Chris. Are you introducing a new product? Are you... What's bringing you here to the conference today? Well, we want to talk about Bitdefender Box, mainly. Uh, We, of course, we have a whole portfolio of security products, but basically Box is the most comprehensive one. It's, It's got everything you could possibly need from a security solution in the home ecosystem. So it's integrated with a subscription service? Yeah, it has a subscription. Uh, So basically the the price for the first year, which includes the hardware and the subscription and unlimited uh, um, total security for PCs and Macs and uh, stuff like that, it's uh, 249 euros. And uh, for uh, uh, future years, it's 99. It's not much. No. Think about what it could do to your home. You know, if you ruin all your products uh, and then you're, yeah. well, you could be your life in some instances, you know. Yeah, and uh, most people have a lot of devices in their home. Uh, we're talking about yeah. more than 10 or oh, even 15. Yeah. We have a lot at home as well. We have a lot, we get a lot of test devices from the ridiculous, like pet pet stuff to, you know, we're reviewing a camera at the moment. We're testing when the cat feeds because oh. we have to use it for something. Yeah, but it's useful. <laughs> it's, not, it's not made for that. It, it's, it's, it's really it's amusing <laughs> you, you get a little um, video when the cat's eating 
<laughs> but it's just like, yeah, but you, you know, you could imagine someone using it as a conduit for another attack. Yeah. Exactly. Where they maybe, okay, maybe not now. Like this year has not been so bad. We've had lots of vulnerabilities, but we've not had the big attacks of last year or the year before. We've not had one cry. We've not had that kind of stuff. But, you know, you could imagine getting more of those bigger attacks where our devices are used as a conduit for another attack, whether it's a ransomware or something like that, you know? Let's leave you to get back to the booth. Yeah. So we are SNPs. Uh, we are a voice technology for connected devices. We are software company, B2B software. So we work with uh, different equipment manufacturers. Uh, you can see, for example, a coffee machine here. It could be uh, another piece of home appliances. It could be a smart building equipment, uh, connected vehicles, etc. Anything you can imagine. So what we do, we add uh, voice software, voice interface to any device. Okay. And um, is this using your own proprietary or non-proprietary uh, voice recognition software or using a third party and then adding on top of it? Or? Uh, we use our own okay. voice recognition. So um, the main difference uh, of SNPs from their existing uh, big uh, solutions, similar solutions, is that we do not use cloud yeah. and internet connection in order to process voice. Basically, <laughs> basically, uh, everything uh, happens on device you are talking to. And is this here? Is this well, this thing, is, this or? is a demo. So for demo That's purposes, a Pi, it's a Raspberry Pi. Yeah. Is this... uh, so uh, basically, uh, this is the where uh, our software runs. Okay. So we, for demo purposes, we kind of took it. Run on uh, any, any it can run. Uh, it can run any on anything okay. from Raspberry Pi to we have just partnered with uh, uh, NXP semiconductor. So we have tested our technology runs on their runs on chips on chips on chip on yeah you have to we do we do um, software but there is a number of hardware providers uh, where our technology works perfectly well like yeah so you, it, it runs offline yeah um because one of the, the big kind of selling points of the major two and a half voice systems yeah. is that, you know, if there's an update, it just gets updated because the device itself isn't actually doing that much. It's just collecting um, the sound and things yeah, like that. Yeah, this is, I guess, uh, we have chosen a slightly no, no, different approach. I get it, I get yeah, it, yeah. I get it. My, my I'm question just, was... Yeah. How the problem with a lot of internet-connected devices that are running on on the device is if there's a flaw or a security problem or something like that, you rely on someone to update it. Um, so how how could you update the, the dictionary and the languages and things yeah, like that? There are there are multiple things here. First of all, uh, we need to um, so we do not do generic voice assistance. This is first of all. Uh, so uh, okay. we you will not be able to. Well, you can always ask, but I guarantee that our voice assistant will not respond to questions like, uh, when uh, did the war with Napoleon started? So it's not possible. What we do, we do really use case focused. Yeah. <laughs> use case focused uh, voice assistants. For example, you can see this uh, coffee machine case. It could be washing machine, it could be toaster, it could be like TV, etc., etc. So you're doing it yourself, you're an agency. Yeah. It's not, I can't do it myself. No. Okay. 
Well, uh, yes and no. Okay, right. Just we, we will come back to that. So no, we, we are not an agency. It's our proprietary technology, but we believe that uh, so this uh, use case focused uh, voice assistants. They first of all we have done uh, some benchmarks. They are more performant yeah. than generic ones, uh, and uh, uh, this is actually solves the problem of like there is no real need to update them because how it happens. So, for example, you are, coffee, let's continue with coffee machine. You are coffee machine producer. Yeah. You come and you say, okay, I need a uh, voice on my coffee machines. No problem. So, we define uh, the uh, commands you want for this coffee machine. It could be like something basic. It could be adding sugar. Could, could be different types of coffee, milk, uh, you know, cappuccino, whatever. Uh, so, we define all, all this. Then, uh, we... Uh, uh, invite linguists, computational linguists, to work. So what they do, uh, we have uh, come up with a special algorithm uh, which is patented by us, which is called data generation. So in the case of co coffee machine, uh, the algorithm will generate thousands, millions of ways of ca how can a human being ask for a coffee. And we use this mass of data to actually train our voice assistant all about coffee before we ship it to you as a coffee machine producer. So this is how it works. Better so, I suppose, if if the machine has a, a problem that may or may not relate to that, then the, the whole machine is yeah. updated anyway. And that, that, again, comes to the of course. issue of connected devices. There's lots that are not connected. Um, that's not really... What's, what's, what's the advantage is that... Well, advantage is, like, really, I don't like this word, but what... The, the thing you should, uh, uh, like, understand understand that for voice processing, like you can be sure that no voice data goes yeah. out. Of course, there, if there is any update, I mean, if uh, you add some functionalities to uh, your coffee machine, uh, so it's going to be a completely different product, right? It's going to be a new generation coffee machine, then you, we, will, we need to do our job once again. But if there is uh, uh, like maintenance, coffee machine maintenance, and it could be done uh, through the the internet, there is no problem with it. You as a coffee machine manufacturer uh, will take care of this. The thing is, no voice data will be uh, sent. What, what if the company who you're providing the, the, the software and the chip for want to do something with the data in the cloud? Do you say no? Or? What, what do you mean? Sorry. Well, you personally as yeah. a company are not interested. But what if the, the manufacturer you're working with is they want to process the data somewhere. Well, uh, this thing doesn't stock data. No, no. Yours doesn't, yeah. but the device itself. So yeah. this company, I won't name them, but wants to uh, wants to connect to their own service and do things with it. Well, in order to make this thing work, they do not need to need again, to, again, to. again. <laughs> what if they want to? Well, I can I cannot be I cannot yeah, okay. I cannot uh, tell what they uh, want or may may not do. But uh, well, uh, they uh, own this data. It's up to them to decide. But you know, you just. Meet 
no internet and cloud needed to make this work. Um, what's the kind of maximum um, vocabulary that it can, it can have? You know? It depends on the use case. It can uh, um, process anything from basic voice commands like make me coffee, turn on the lights, to natural language requests, for example, uh, could you book me an Italian for tomorrow? Uh, this is something really, you do not mention the word restaurant, but you actually mean it, and uh, our um, uh, algorithm is capable of understanding this as well. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. So it's it's uh, okay. So you don't necessarily have word lists and lexicon stores. You have uh, the, the one thing you have to do is you have to trigger the machine. So, uh, for example, I can show it how it works with uh, with coffee. Yeah, for sure. It's like a... uh, basically. And tell. Hey, snips. Make me a coffee, please. Could you specify the type of coffee? Yeah, you could, but just for uh, this is the yeah, kind the of machine. simple one. Yeah. For demo purposes, but of yeah. course, if if you had like a cappuccino possibility and uh, stuff, yeah, there is no problem with that. Okay. Yeah. And what other? Um, I mean, the ones you can talk about, what other uh, companies or use cases have you been working with? Uh, so we have uh, around um, 30 uh, like big names in the pipe under NDA. You can talk about industry. Yes, uh, industries, yes. So we have, uh, this is a great question, we, we see a lot of a lot of demand, a lot of interest from obviously smart home, yep. appliances, smart building, entertainment, uh, commerce, like retail, commerce, uh, what else, um, services like call centers, okay, yeah. uh, and even industry 4.0. The call center one is interesting, there's a voice interface made up here in Berlin, and at one of them I met one, someone said I've been working with voice interfaces for 20 years, and most people thought, do you mean? They've only existed for, for call centers. I've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> um, yeah. And also, you could have actually the in terms of the because you're kind of going on this privacy and security focus. Can you uh, fingerprint the voice so it can only be triggered by certain people? Uh, it can be uh, no. You need to just pronounce this wake word, and it could be different. It, so could, it, be, it could be anybody. It could be anybody, and uh, the, you are not. Uh, we we do white label, okay. so we do not. Like they don't train it to only respond to particular. Yeah, uh, so it could be I mentioned hey snips, yeah. but uh, it so could it, be it couldn't be high security. It could be a door lock or something because anyone could open it. Um, I mean, what do you mean anyone could open? Yeah. The, the so, for example, with some of the general yeah. assistants, yeah. it's trained to certain voices and only responds to certain voices. Do you offer anything like that? Like only I can trigger that coffee machine. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you could do that. Okay. So then you could have more security focused use cases, especially like alarm systems and things like that in a home. I don't want anybody just to be able to, I don't know. I can imagine hacks, someone ringing me on the phone, unlocking my door. <laughs> I'm sure this is happening. I don't know. Okay. Um, and so at the moment, we're seeing these demo devices are obviously connected to Raspberry Pis yeah. and fairly large, yeah. but kind of what's the actual 
realistic size they end up being. I will show you what I mean. This is what I mentioned to you, NXP uh, board, so it can be something like this. Okay. So you have this. This are, these are the microphones. Yep. This is the speaker, and basically uh, the software runs here on this black thing. And you made this, or this is no, it's the NXP. It's, okay. it's NXP board, yeah. so it's a uh, uh, yeah. So still, in the grand scheme of things, fairly large. Um, yeah, it just I mean, uh, they they these guys have uh, like a huge amount of uh, different things. Um, it just depends on. Um, yeah, it depends on the compatibility of uh, this particular board with your use case, with the, with the computing power, etc. Et if you don't mind me asking, and if you don't want to answer, that's fine. But how do you actually? What's your process when you work with a client? Um, do you have uh, a system you've already created that you just feed in kind of the keywords and things, or do you? You write scripts. You train a model. Like, how, what's the? How do you actually work? With yeah. So, uh, first of all, we start with uh, defining the use case. Okay. So basically, we for the client, we put down every single uh, comment your client may uh, want from this piece of equipment. Let's let's say there is a coffee machine. So there is espresso. I don't know macchiato. Uh, you want to add sugar, you want to add milk, a different uh, level of uh, coffee, etc. So this uh, yeah, this is like the first important process. Then um, we uh, start uh, doing data generation, the thing that I mentioned, our technology. So we basically start to train the voice assistants. There is also like the whole hardware uh, part uh, because uh, coffee machine producers for example they need to figure out how they can yeah so we we do not do this we do not produce we do not sell this but we work uh, we kind of connect our uh, equipment uh, producers with these guys uh, so they they uh, in turn choose what's optimal for for this case yeah and we do a lot of testing 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 yeah. I guess I should ask because the company is French yes you're not though I think uh, sorry you're French no I'm uh, Russian French I'm, I'm Russian by origin, but I live in France since. Quite sound French, but yeah. So, what languages do you use? So, we do, we do now. We do English, yeah. uh, French, obviously German, and Japanese. Okay. And uh, we will have we will have Spanish and Italian uh, by the end of the year. Like, this is the plan. And uh, next year we will do some other languages. Maybe uh, I have um, like Korean in the plan. Why uh, Japanese? It's actually a very good question. It's a very big market. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a super big market. It's uh, um, the technology penetration of there is huge. Yeah. I mean, people are ready for that. Data privacy is actually becoming more and more important thing in, in Japan. Actually, yeah, Japan has some things that you don't expect when you look into this kind of stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. And what we discovered, so basically, they uh, I think it was last December they adopted some regulation that is quite similar to GDPR. Yeah, and they're also not into they're quite in, still quite into cash and things like that, which surprised me when I read that. 
No, no, but yeah, basically for there are a lot of uh, manufacturing. There is a lot of manufacturing in Japan as well. So we we are interested in big industrial players or small in the medium sized industrial players. So for these reasons, Japan is so controversially. Yeah. Is China not a big market because the Chinese manufacturers want stuff to go to a cloud? Um, <laughs> to be honest, we have not. Uh, I think we are only starting to look into yeah, China. It's a so I'm, I mean, um, I cannot cannot uh, tell you. Uh, more than that. It's a dangerous market as well. People, well, uh, uh, can very easily copy what you do. <laughs> yeah, we need we need to we need to do more research. We need to figure out how they work, etc., etc. So, yeah. And how old is the company? So we were founded in 2013, okay. and uh, initially it was uh, more of a like a research lab uh, doing different stuff in AI. And uh, the R and D for this particular product was started in 2015, and we launched this uh, technology last. Summer basically. Is there anything behind the name? Um, not quite. It's just it's a very French name. Right? Um, I think I think it means like small small parts in English. No snips. Yeah, sort of. Or the yeah the verb the verb snip is it mean a cut. Of yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bit of a like, generic word. It's memorable. But uh, yeah, it's memorable that but no one's going to necessarily know. You're one of those companies that no one's going to necessarily know that they're using mm. your. your your work. So is there anything like this on the market? Yes, uh, yes. So there is uh, uh, one uh, French uh, company that we uh, just recently started to work with. It's a home uh, robot, home companion robot. Basically, things like this. That wo- it's called Kicker. Um, they already sell their products in France, in the US. I think they are planning in Germany as well. Um, uh, so this is like the thing I can mention publicly. Uh, we have around uh, 30 other names in the pipe and the uh, NDA. Yeah. Okay. So I hope we will be able to get some uh, announcements. Uh, that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what's the plan for the next six months? Uh, so uh, the reason we are at IFA, so we will try to uh, look more into German markets as well because, well, because of the presence of big industrial players here. And privacy obsession. Uh, privacy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So this thing, uh, then we will um, actually the the reason why we launched Japanese language is we will be also more present in uh, Japan. Uh, so I we have a plans to open an office or just a representative uh, hub. We were selected by the way by a Japanese plug and play program uh, this summer and uh, uh, this autumn we are supposed to like deliver a demo with uh, a big industrial partner. So. Uh, I'm, I do not know. I have no updates on, on this, but I'm really curious to to uh, find out more about this and actually communicate about this more. So we will we will see. For Germany, we we are also participating at uh, Electronica in Munich uh, later this year. So yeah. And just one general question to wrap up. France, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. when I go to lots of events, is doing a fairly good job in startup world. La French, La French Tech, La French Tech, La French Tech. Yeah, Everywhere. yeah. Leopard is usually the biggest kind of like country presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's clear and obvious. I mean, what's it like actually running a company? Uh, it's it's actually so Left Range Tech is a really good yeah. initiative, uh, right? And uh, this is we are here as part of uh, this Left Range Tech. So it was an initiative that was.
was launched by former digital minister Fleur Pellerin. Uh, working really well, they help uh, French startups uh, promote themselves in the international, on the international level. We are very happy. Um, so for France, it's actually uh, um, yeah we see a lot of a lot a lot uh, things changing, changing uh, in terms of uh, um, like companies' interest to have your R&D in France, etc., yeah. uh, etc. Et we have uh, just we have a couple of engineers and uh, employees that have been moving from the US back to Paris to work. Actually, um, so yeah, uh, there is a lot of things going on in France, and we we are quite happy uh, that uh, actually the, the government now is doing these efforts. There is a lot more to do. Yeah. Uh, obviously, for example, um, like we are. Uh, looking into uh, the legislation that will uh, actually it's, it's on the French government's agenda I think for the end of this year they would like to kind of simplify and um, yeah, yeah. Uh, organize 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 a better process of companies like this working with big industrial groups uh, so we are we really we like really happy about this initiative and yeah it's it's moving it's moving and and uh, yeah, we, we feel quite confident about it. Andreas and uh, I'm uh, heading the team of Conrad Connect so uh, I developed this idea two and a half year back uh, within the Conrad group uh, you know Conrad is a, a big omni-channel radio yeah I guess so for anyone international Conrad I guess is like Radio Shack in America Maplin in the UK exactly those kind of kind of, kind of. but bigger actually yeah. <laughs> well I'm not sure if it's bigger but it's it's, it's, it's similar in, in a way that we are yes we are, we are Conrad is also selling TV and, and, and this kind of things but Conrad is a, the source for tech case you know so yep. it's more about components soldering yep. stations measuring interest so for example Fluke is a big partner a big brand um, that we are selling and so Conrad is selling and uh, <clears throat> we developed this idea actually for two reasons um, there was a demand and an opportunity reason right the demand reason was that we recognized that more and more IoT project products require more and more apps on your phone, you know, and, so, and, and it's it's pretty easy to recognize that that will not work in the future. Right? And having different apps also means that that the, the systems from different suppliers are not in, interoperable, so they don't work, no. they don't talk to each other. Put it this way. So we said there is there is a need for a solution that combines different devices to each other and and to give a chance to visualize and to automate this is. But there's also an opportunity side, of course, right? The opportunity side is that, that IoT is a, is a fast-growing market. Mm -hmm. So today we have less than 10 billion uh, IoT devices, and in only two years' time, it will be fivefold. So mm -hmm. we will have 50 billion or even more, according to uh, Gartner research, yeah. right? And, um, and we think smart living is more than just having a product that is controlled by an app. Mm -hmm. yeah? smart, meeting, smart living means that Today we're selling alarm systems. Tomorrow we are selling security. Yeah. And security consists of a hardware and a service. Yeah? The service might be installation, that might be, uh, you know, kind of alarm service, that might be insurance and so on. And 
to be able to offer something like this, we need something like a platform. It's Conrad Connect this. Yeah. So, actually, just because I, I think I have a lot of questions around the, the the vision, but just to go back a step. So, as far as I know, Conrad is only in Germany, or also in some other countries. Or no, I mean, Conrad as a as a as a name, re, as, as, a name as the omnichannel retailer is doing uh, business in in the main market is Europe. So okay. we are in sixteen European oh, countries okay. with so. all subsidiaries, but but delivering in the whole world. So. Okay, because yeah, but, but it's Europe because the platform. Is very much going for global. Well, it's in two languages at the moment. Maybe more in the future. But will be yeah. more in the future. Yeah. The, the the reason why we only provide two languages at the moment is that we are we are innovate. We are developed so yeah. fast, yeah. and we are you know we are working as a startup. We are a startup, yeah. so we are simply not able to handle nine sure. languages. Yeah, sure. And so the the interesting thing I saw with the the intended business model, which you don't seem to be enforcing very strongly right now, because I guess you're at startup phase, is you get a limited amount of projects and we'll come to what they are in a minute uh, and if you want to go above a certain number you pay uh, a subscription etc. Yeah, I mean this is the uh, a typical freemium model, yeah. right? So so we want to keep the hurdle very low to, to uh, motivate people to you know use our platform. We, we all need to keep in mind, for you and for me, IoT and smart home might, might sound familiar and we know what we are talking about, but most people, for them, it's, 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 a, it's a totally new area. So we need to help people to discover uh, this kind of world. So, uh, and, and therefore, yes, it's a freemium model and, and uh, there's, um, you know... A good chance to to use it and 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 to be happy with the with the free version. And if you need more dashboards, more rules, you pay for it. But of course, the more genius I think for you is, of course, if someone needs a new device, they can buy it straight from you. So <laughs> actually, yeah, it, it actually it, it, is, it's, uh, it's true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the affiliate, uh, as we call it, is is also part of our business model. But this is not one hundred percent related to to Conrad. Yeah, we can we 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 uh, Conrad Connect is you know is is, is Born from Conrad, and it's it's uh, at the moment it's it's uh, supported and it's invested by Conrad, but it's um, a, a solution that is open for everyone. So here on the on the IFA we yeah. we, we, we show our new marketplace, yeah. and you have seen that we implemented a service that is called Order This by from the Otto Group, yeah. Okay. And and uh, means another retailer, and and the, the the idea of Order This is to be able to um, uh, process uh, machine generated order. Yeah, so let's say the washing machine is, is, ah, is ordering washing right, right, powder, right. the coffee machine is yes. coffee powder, and also also, you know, um, the, the smoke uh, detector might ask for batteries, yeah. and these batteries can be ordered via Conrad, but also via other retailers. Yeah, so you, I, I guess, you know, skeptically speaking, you're doing a very European uh, counter to things like uh, the A company, well, the Amazon company. You know, with their devices as well, but a kind of European alternative, maybe a little bit more. <laughs> Again, I mean, I mean, you can. I mean, it's it's very hard to to compare Conrad Connect at this stage with 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 someone else. I mean, if you talk about if you talk about access to aggregated IoT data, yeah. yes, then we are comparable yeah. with with Amazon Echo, with Google Home, so and so on. Exactly. Like yes. Yeah. So from from this point of view, but. Um, other than this, it's more about to establish a platform that is able to really help people to 
to do the, to, to, to move into the smart living yeah. area and to be able to build strong services based on aggregated data. So to be, let, let's put it this way. I mean, having a device that is controlled by an app is not really smart. No. So, no. And actually, we'll come to that in a minute. Okay, good. Okay, fine. Okay. Um, with the ordering aspect, though, when will that be released to the platform? I mean, we, 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 everything that we are showing here will be, will be released latest by the end of the year. Some of the services will be are already released. Yeah, yeah, some. some of them will be released in the next four weeks, eight weeks, twelve weeks. So, but everything here is uh, coming soon. Okay. Um, because uh, one thing, actually, so my, my wife also covers IoT, and we the reviewing the, the platform together, actually. Um, and one thing she always mentions, especially at Ether and Mobile Congress and all these sorts of shows where we've got a fridge that orders this and a bin that orders that, and her question is always, what if they all order the same thing? Which is interesting when you have a central place then at least you can centralize that uh, data coming in to not order three cartons of milk or <laughs> no, 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 absolutely yeah. absolutely I mean I, I fully agree with you I mean you know to, to um, organize these things to optimize yeah. things again such kind of platform is a, is a very good opportunity for them I'm, I'm not sure if it will come this way I mean another example has been brought up by, by a customer yesterday he said well when we discussed about order this service and he said okay so it's it's also a platform it's not related to one retailer but many retailers so what about if, if my uh, coffee can be um, delivered by three different companies will I be able to say well I want to get the coffee from the company that can deliver fast and with the cheapest price and so on well I said that's a good idea actually but yeah. don't ask me you can yeah. Ask, yeah. ask the service provider yeah. you know? or you can define it yourself in the, yeah exactly let's get it so actually one thing you said about the apps is very true so with some of the uh, items that we were sent to review the, the apps vary in quality shall we yeah. say yeah. <laughs> and yeah you're right now I have a phone full of applications that do one thing especially for example the smart locks where it's an app just to turn it off which seems overkill you know. um where and what Conrad Connect is doing, you create these projects that let you connect inputs to outputs, and that doesn't just mean the, the hardware, it also means the ones I found quite useful were things like Google Sheets, um, Slack, um, uh, email, sure. SMS, uh, weather services, yeah, weather services all yeah. sorts of other things like that. Yeah, yeah. So external and internal, no, input and output other sources of information as well as the hardware. Yep. And also, interestingly, with a company like Fresh Energy, yep. which is uh, Germanly only but and quite new, but is kind of smart metered service, which yes. exists in some other countries, but it's kind of the first one here. It's a benchmarking yeah. service. Um, so you can get a lot of inputs and outputs, and then you have a drag-and-drop interface that you can uh, drop the various inputs and outputs and connect them. And I'm really you, impressed by your knowledge of our platform. Play with it. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on the, the device and the service, you get different inputs and outputs. And this was actually one thing I found interesting. For example, I think my favorite device so far has been the, the, the Wiz Lamps. Okay. Um, yeah, we're a good partner. Yeah, but... 
and they have a booth here too. Yes. But the the data that comes in and out is only on and off at yeah. the moment. And yeah. this was kind of one of my questions, which yeah. has always been an issue sometimes when yeah. it comes to these kind of aggregation yeah. platforms. Yep. Yeah. Is you can only work with what you can only work with. Exactly. And how much extra work do you have to put in on negotiation work to try and open up more? Yeah. yeah. So so um, we are a startup and we are um, crowd based. We are how can I say we are fans of crowd play based technologies that can can be scaled up very fast and that are somehow you know aligned to the share economy. So yeah. what, what does it mean? It means that we are not spending any kind of effort at the moment to, to go back to the hardware suppliers and tell them, okay, you need to change your ABI according yeah. to this and that. Yeah? Or we are not controlling the quality of the published projects. So we believe that this will come naturally. So the, the, the quality of the projects will be will controlled by the community. They will tell you, I mean, it's a good project, it's a bad project. And when it comes to the API and the functions, so we think that when we move on, the hardware suppliers, they will more and more learn how to better integrate, how to deliver a better service for the customers. So only uh, a few weeks back, we opened a community, which is a, a forum, yeah. where now it's the first time that people can talk to each other on the public. Yeah. So, and you can actually publish your own uh, projects. Well. You can yeah. publish your project, you can share your project and so on. So, so it means that we are somehow um, we are providing the tools yeah, and to, to make customers and users of our platform to, to, to give them the chance to build solutions and on the other side for the business partners we want them to, to provide the opportunity to make businesses yeah. and all the rest will be handled by how could I say by, by the further development yeah, yeah. and I mean so, so, so yeah. what, what, what is uh, coming back to your question with yeah, yeah. so, well, so now no, 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 now yeah. now that we know for example I know that that this, you you complain about well it's 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 it's, it's limited it's limited yeah. so that would happen in the future that would happen on our um, forum yeah. in the community it would be discussed yeah. we have a community manager that will answer to this and they will they will contact with and say well we have some customers they are wishing this and this are you happy with this do you want to provide this and so on if they say yes and they see a reason they will do it otherwise we will probably need to tell you well it's not possible to with with yeah. with but with another brand and as far as I know at the moment you don't have a specific mobile app no we no. don't have a native app we yeah, have yeah. a web app we yeah. don't have a na yeah. native app okay. whenever someone is asking for a native app I'm asking back what do you want to do I know I like native apps but yeah, I understand that. <laughs> I mean you know that that we are sharing the opportunity of Google uh, yeah. they, they're saying that the native apps like we know them today will not survive I know I know but also let me tell you if our customers ask for native apps we see there is a need for a native app we will provide a native yeah. app it's not a problem at all but we think the native app or whatever kind of app on the mobile it's only good for visualizing seeing data yeah. 
data, showing data and, and, and analytics maybe, and for doing manual control. So it means that the lamp is red and for whatever reason you want to have it green. And you can use the app, but you can use Amazon, you can use it a gesture, you can use a switch. So so it, 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 it will change the usage of the app in terms of IoT will change over the next couple of months and years. And actually, one of the interesting things, you have an integration with uh, Ift, which in some respects is a partial competitor, but also a lot of companies do it because they have so many uh, integrations that, you know, it's almost like, well, if, if nothing else works, you can use that. Um, but do you consider them a competitor or they don't really visualize things? As well, well, I mean, so. we, we, we don't um, sync in, 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 in terms of competition. Not honestly. Magic no, 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 honestly. Um, if you want, I can tell you a lot of differences between IFTTT yeah, and yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. So the main difference is that we are doing automation on a, on a different level, but we are storing the data because we want to offer services. This is the, the main aim of, of Conrad Connect is for the future, not only to connect different hardware devices, but to connect them to services. So therefore, for us, we saw there is a chance to use the Maker Channel and some, some customers asked for it, and we did it. And I mean, actually, something you just said there is is generally a very, uh, especially non-German way to do things about storing data. Yeah. So be, I guess you're storing it in Europe. Yes, or, of course, yeah. of course, of course. Yeah. We're, sto we're storing it in Euro and, and in Europe, and uh, it's according to GDPR, yeah, of, of course. course. And, and there's nothing there's nothing negative. Yeah. We're storing your customer data in your account, full stop. So whenever we want to use your your uh, personal data, for example, you want you book a, a service that requires that we give your per, part of your personal data or the insights or whatever to a third party, you need to agree on that. So, you know, it's not us. So you need to say, well, yes, I want to I want to book this service and yes, I'm happy that Otto or Signal Cruncher will use my data. Otherwise, it's it's totally yours. We are not using it. There's no advertisement, nothing. So what's the, um, the, the, the sort of user sign-up rate being like so far? Has it been above expectations? Two expectations. Well, it's it's not easy to it's not easy to answer. At the beginning, it was far above expectations. So we we at the moment we have around one hundred seventy thousand users, and we are getting three hundred to five hundred users uh, per day, new users per day. Um, this is not not bad. I think uh, the growth rate is uh, above most of the other IoT platforms. But um, yeah, I mean we we. We have uh, high goals now. Yeah. Fair enough. And um, I guess so. You, just I guess just to fill in the gaps a bit. So you integrate already with a fair amount of well-known devices. The two main, the two main voice assistant platforms. Uh, a lot of the, the fitness trackers. A lot of the well-known security systems, etc., etc. Um, what are the gaps you would like to fill in the next six months in terms of hardware or service integration? Uh, I mean, there are some ha relevant hardware um, providers that we haven't integrated 
targeted so far. I mean, we are in, in, in discussion with most of them. But uh, yes, it would be, I mean, from, from a customer point of view, it would be great to get uh, Samsung uh, on board. They have their own and, 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 yeah, and, and, and Bosch and so on. Yeah. I mean, these companies, they always claim uh, whenever they're on stage, we are all open system. Well, I first met you at the Bosch IoT world. So, you know, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, sometimes it, it takes a little bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, I think we are on a good way. So um, uh, two years back, we need to convince the hardware manufacturers uh, about our idea. Now we have a, a long list of, of hardware that, that needs to be integrated and we just have limited uh, development resources. But um, our main focus for the next 12 months will definitely on the on the services on the service side and that was three interviews from this year's IFA in Berlin firstly with eBlocker secondly with Snips and finally with Conrad Connect if you've enjoyed the show you can find previous episodes at gregarismammal.com slash podcast or anywhere else you find your podcasts please rate us and if you really love us then please go to gregarismammal.com slash support to buy merchandise or donate to the show. I have been Chris Chinchilla at Chris Chinch on Twitter. And until next time, thank you for listening.